Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host, coming back after a three-month hiatus, Ben. Sub players. And you know us, we're just a washed-up goalie and a washed-up comedian that do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk mm. about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey games, news, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So Ben, on today's podcast, uh, there's a lot of weird little things happening in the hockey world, and you sent me a text a few days ago regarding the ECHL's Jacksonville Icemen's Marvel's Superheroes gloves. <laughs> you know? I did, so, I did, Chris. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about those gloves, because you're a big superhero fan. I well, hold on a minute. I don't know if I'm a big superhero fan. I like superhero movies. Uh, you know, you're giving people the wrong impression. If I wear, you're not a big superhero fan. You're not a, you know. You know, you're not into, like, Spider-Man and Black Panther and all those. Chris, just because I wore my Wonder Woman pajamas that one time. <laughs> Dude, we were in, we were at, we were at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Well, the bustier was a bit weird. No, I, I do like superheroes. <laughs> I'm, I like comic books. I like video games. So, so, yeah, Chris, I saw this one, and it was interesting to me for two reasons. One, it's Jacksonville, which is where I'm originally from, where there's no ice at all. So it's hilarious that they have a team called the Iceman. Uh, Ice Men, and it used to be the Lizard Kings back when, like the '90s were a thing. But yeah, so I they have like the uh, Lizard Kings. I did too. That was a cool, cool team name, right? Yeah, that works way better, and especially for the Florida man than the Ice Men. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, if you went to Florida and said, "Hey, are you a Lizard King or are you an Ice Man?" <laughs> I think that's how you would say it. An Ice Man. They'd be like, uh, <laughs> "Get off my property!" But then they'd probably say Lizard King. Yeah, it's like that one. What is it? Uh, that season of the office where andy threatens the ceo and he's like you don't even know who i am i'm the mother lizard king yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that they're doing they're for one night they're gonna wear gloves that are like bright metallic gold that have little colored gems on them in imitation of the uh, infinity gauntlet from the avengers uh, Infinity War, couple, of, uh, you know, the whole MCU shenanigans with Thanos and stuff like that. And when you sent me a picture of those, I'm like, nah, that's somebody's Etsy project. <laughs> it looks, was. it does look like it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. And uh, but I looked it up, man. And what are these gloves going for now? I think the cheapest set of gloves I saw were five hundred and ten dollars because they're auctioning them off along with the jerseys from their Marvel superhero night, and. The auction's closed, so they've all been sold, because that's what I'm getting now when I click on their bidding website for the Jacksonville Iceman. I guarantee some of these went, oh my, $830. They're really, really tight-looking. They look like the, really tight. No, they're, they're sick. And uh, the jerseys, like they're going for about 300 to $500. The gloves, 790 840 770 770 990 I will tell you this much though speaking of just like crazy auctions it's it's great that a lot of these teams if, if people aren't watching your local ECHL AHL USPHL NCAA teams you've got to get out there and yeah. and support your local teams because it's been tough and I tell you what the I was at the Ogden Mustangs jersey auction for their 10th anniversary jerseys I couldn't believe like I'm thinking, OK, it's it's COVID. 
there's not going to be thousands of fans in the arena bidding. So I got a good shot to get, you know, a Jersey. And I was, I was, you know, pretty, even, even, uh, our, our friend, the assistant coach, Nick Dreyer was like, yeah, I know you're going to go after Jack Jones Jersey. I'm like, yeah, he's kind of like your mascot. Yeah. I mean, he's the one that was constantly chirping us out on the ice saying things about the podcast. I thought it was hilarious. And, you know, I think the kid's got a hell of a personality and hopefully he's with the, he hopefully he's with the Mustangs next season. And, and no, he didn't beat me up. I know you were asking for that in December. And so thank you, Jack. Just, for No, for not Jack, that. Jack, come on, man. Go beat him up, dude. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, no, the Waconia wizard is not going to do that. But I tell you what, seeing what these jerseys are going for, I, I was bit out real quick. Like if, if if I came home and told my wife, "Oh, I spent five hundred dollars on a jersey," no, I I'd I'd be sleeping outside that night. But there was one jersey. I am not kidding. That went for over three thousand dollars. Wow, I'm trying I mean, to find it right now. It sounds like it. Uh, hopefully, no, it, gives it was you it was a live auction, man. It was a live auction, and, uh, and yeah, and it was the mascots jersey. Um, oh, that's tight. Yeah, so it was. I tell you what, congratulations to the Mustangs because I know that you know w- with the COVID season, a Jersey auction that went that successful was definitely needed. But you know, and I'm I'm imagining if that happened there in Ogden, it hopefully like you look at these gloves, dude, gloves going for a thousand dollars. Teams need this right now. They need to be able to make it through COVID and be there for the other side of it. And so get out there and, and bid. You can't bid on the Jacksonville Iceman anymore. It's It's been sold. But honestly, this was probably a really good bring back for the Iceman there. Really, really good by the PR team or whoever came up with this. Because not only are we talking about it, it looks like it definitely made some really good money for uh, for this ECHL team. So congratulations, Iceman. And dude, when you sent me those gloves, I was like... Okay, and I'm like they've got to be they've got to be selling these. And sure enough, that's the first thing I saw. I'm like, okay, good, because so, you know people are gonna want those. They're, they're, it's just a really if you're a hockey fan and a superhero fan, why wouldn't you want those? They they look really good, but but here's the thing. I, I showed this to my my lovely partner, and she said, yes, but isn't that the glove that killed 50% of the world? And Chris, I assume you probably haven't seen any of the Avengers movies, right? No, I don't watch them. Yeah. Well, okay. Weird. I watch. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Okay. So if anyone doesn't know, it's I have nothing against superhero movies or anything like that. Mike, my, my wife literally, when she was feeling kind of out of it the last week and a half, watched her Hobbit series, the extended version, and then the Lord of the Rings series, the extended version, and that took I think the entire time she was down because the movies are that long. It's, it's just movies like that just don't. I don't know, man, that and action movies and, and crime thrillers, none of them really speak to me. I'm a comedy guy. If you ask me my favorite five movies, they're all going to be comedies. Well, almost all comedies. I do really, really like uh, historical that are actual, like, you know. So, like. So if you like comedy, though, like, yeah, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, they're really, like, very serious. Like, the now, hold on, we're going to get, I'm going to get on a slight tangent, but then I'll get back to the gloves. Go check out uh, Thor Ragnarok because it's by uh, the, the director is this really funny guy, Taiko Waititi. Uh, it's hysterical. Like it doesn't take itself seriously. It is very funny. Go What's go watch called? that Thor Ragnarok. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you about it. Just just rest assured, if you watch it and you don't love it, I will be shocked because it is it's just very funny. It does not take itself seriously at all. And some of the best comedy, even as a comedy movie, it was probably my favorite comedy movie of the year when it came out. So go check that one out. That said, 
Like, this is me. I guess I am a superhero fan because I'm getting nerd rage. <laughs> you watch Thor! How dare you? Compare this to The Hobbit. The Hobbit's garbage! Oh, my glasses are falling down. Hold on, let me put them back up. Oh! So now that my moaning is aside, so so in the in the show or in the movies, this glove that they modeled the the Iceman's gloves after, it's a weapon that kills 50% of the world. Like he he snaps his fingers with it and it kills 50% of the population. So it's kind of like you made like a war criminal weapon into a hockey glove. That said, it looks super cool. So so <laughs> like you it know, looks cool, right? It looks cool, and like you don't have to use it to kill people. You could use it for other stuff. So you know what? I'm not gonna. It's that got way nerdier than it should have for the pigeonhole <laughs> hockey podcast because I can actually feel Chris, even though we're like two thousand miles away. I can feel you both losing interest, getting bored, and wanting to punch me in the face and take my lunch money. Uh, again, I'm a comedy guy. Like unless it's like a historical. If it's not comedy, it's got to be like historically backed up for the most part it doesn't have to be all fact as long obviously you got to play some stuff up uh but like war movies that's about it like if it's a valkyrie or whiteout or something like that Patton. uh what's that with george c scott from i think the 70s yeah dude, i love historical war movies like that especially if it's uh you know um anything involving the air i just i love it all like i'm a big you know, fan of like the Pacific and, and Band of Brothers. And, you know, I just I really I like that. But beyond that comedy, I will be happy just to to laugh all day at 40 year old virgin uh, hot tub time machine and forgetting Sarah Marshall and Euro trip. That's uh, just I like I like a comedy. Uh, this is 40. That one was just laughing at the other day. So anyway, we could go on a movie tangent here, but before, well, not before, looking at these gloves made me think I, I just couldn't help it. The Vegas Golden Knights and their AHL affiliate, the Henderson Silver Knights helmets. You, you've seen these, right? Like I saw those yeah. gloves and I'm like, why wouldn't you pair gloves like these with like helmets like those? Can this, you imagine? Is, yeah, it's just like the pimp my ride of hockey gear episode. <laughs> I know it's like, well, honestly, you, you start seeing gear like this. You're like, okay. I need to see some other crazy gear. And the second I saw these gloves, the first thing I did is I'm like, are they doing helmets to match? I wish they would have done helmets. Do you, do you think like the Golden Knights, what, what do you think of the Golden Knights and Silver Knights kind of extreme helmets? I, dude, look, I, I like anything that changes things up. Like I'm a little bit of an anarchist. Anar- God, why did I pronounce that that way? I'm an anarchist. I, I think like, hey, let's break tradition. Let's try something new, except for the Mighty Ducks jersey, which is garbage. So I like it. I think it's the ones you sent me. It's like a chrome silver for their uh, silver knights. And I think is is there a chrome gold one for the golden knights? Yes. I the only thing they need, like honestly, at this point, is just like chrome spinners for their skates. I think if they have like you know spinning. Okay, do you, I don't hear any laugh on the other end. That was actually a good joke. No. <laughs> like I rims. They need skate up rims that spin. No, think you know what they it. need instead of that? What? They need skates that light up when they hit the ice. Or how about when they score a goal or commit a penalty, they they light up and start beeping. No, I just think it's like those shoes that the kids wear that have like oh, the light. Oh, on. like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be cool. Anyway. <laughs> and then and then what they need are like side view mirrors that come off of the helmet so they can see like, oh, here comes a guy about to check me. Maybe like a TV screen on the back of the helmet. So if somebody's trying to catch up to them, they get distracted. You know, so if Tom Wilson <laughs> is coming up, like honestly, bro, I'm a, we're both Caps fans, right? But 
I, 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 know, I know. Like I know. the free Willie thing. I'm like, no, but you know what? Put him back in uh, and make him be watched, you know, because I, I have feelings about this, but before we get there, I do think a Wilson alarm would be really funny <laughs> where it's like, like when the guy's getting close, like just like, it's like, mah, mah, and then he, and then it's like, he's like, Oh, sorry. I got, I got to just put a cowbell on him. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> like, you know what I mean? What the hell is that? Wow, that's what they do to cats so they don't kill little creatures. I think they like do like a, a Wilson cowbell. That's pretty yeah. funny. They just put a cowbell on. I'm like, oh, here comes here comes a guy that doesn't know how to properly hit in hockey despite making millions of dollars to do it. I, I know. So can I can I just say one thing on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know he's the most one of the most hated. I don't see how he's. I'm a Caps here. fan and I don't like him. I I don't. Eh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, look, dude. I'm, I, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't defend him. Routinely gets suspended for being an idiot. No, no, I don't disagree. Uh, that said, I still feel like he's not even in the zone of Marchand. So can we at least agree on that? Like Marchand's like deliberate. I think Wilson's just here's here's oh, my I don't thing. like I don't like either of them. Okay, but, but it's but here's, much easier for me to dislike Marchand because he's on my least favorite team too. So it's just a yeah. bonus. So so here's my thing on Wilson. The, the most recent thing, the guy got injured. You could argue Wilson was out there looking to just hit someone real hard and probably should have had the judgment to like, hey, this guy's in, in probably a vulnerable position. Let me chill out. Right? Why doesn't he just play hockey? Because because hitting is part of hockey, dude. Like, I know I it is. But why doesn't he just responsibly hit? It seems like, you know, 99 percent of the rest of the players. in the So league can I can hold on. Let me let me hit. ask you a question on this. Yeah. What looking at his last hit, the guy got injured. I, I think he was vulnerable. It wasn't a boarding. It, he didn't leave his feet. He was taller than the guy. What from a other than the fact that it, it ended up he made contact with his shoulder? I think it was irresponsible. But can you technically define like technically why was it illegal or why was it a bad? Hit? I'd have to go back and look at the whole hit, and that should be a whole different podcast. But what they should do is maybe even just put the Wilson sign in front like halfway over. His <laughs> you know what I mean? Here's my point. Like, I think he should have been penalized because he should have had better judgment and known, like, hey, I could hurt this guy. And, like, sometimes getting the hit, like, Ovi used to do that all the time. And then just now he doesn't hit people unless it's going to be a really clean hit. Like, he doesn't go out of his way to hit people unless he's pretty sure it's it's not going to injure the guy. So here's my only thing. If that's the criteria, then the the Department of Player Safety needs to do, say that, and it needs to be consistent with everyone else. I'm not arguing that it, sh- it sh- was a stupid hit, but there were actually no rules that that made it illegal based on how it's currently defined, and they didn't really have an explanation. So just be consistent and come up with a definition. Like a good one would be, if you make contact with the head, you're you're going to get suspended, right. and that's I'm fine with that. And I don't I'm not defending Wilson, but I do think it needs to be consistent. And there has to be a better reason than, oh, well, you know, the guy got hurt because then we're yeah. just we're, that's going to incentivize people to do things. And I think we just need to make like protect the players. Right. Yeah. 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 Is that fair? Yeah, that's okay. fair. But honestly, once you build a reputation like that, you're, you're, you're going to be overanalyzed. It's that simple. And he's built that reputation. And I think they should hit him for every single thing they can until he cleans yeah. his act until up. He learns, I'm just, until he learns to just play by being a good player instead of trying yeah. to, to hit people. He's got the talent. He just has to right. use it without, yeah, he, you know, yeah. his his hockey sense isn't completely there. So it's just too bad because I want to like him. He's, you know, I really do. He's He's a cap, but. The second he ends someone's career because he's just being stupid, get him out of the league. I just think I think with the way he plays, that's coming. Unless he finds just a way to just 
just use his pure talent to not just ugh. anyway. Yeah. A better side of this Columbus River Dragons jersey because we've been talk- talking about all this. We were so, still on all this gear, and I know we wanted to bring this one up. I I like the Columbus River Dragons jerseys. They just don't make my lists for top jerseys. But if they took away some of the elements on their jersey and just went with this kind of black and teal one that they're uh, what they're auctioning off here soon. And of course, anyone that doesn't know, they're part of the you know FPHL. Dude, I love this just black and teal River Dragons jersey. This one would probably easily jump right in my top 10 professional jerseys in North America if they just went with this look. What do you think of this jersey, man? You took a look at it, right? This is, uh, I actually, I love all of the, the uh, is it Columbus? Yeah, Columbus River Dragons. All of their jerseys are awesome. I would have put these much higher in my ranking when we did that, like, you know, a thousand years ago. Yeah. Super tight. I don't I don't know how this came up in this conversation because there's no superhero reference or pimp my ride. But oh no, sometimes uh, it's just stuff that, that pops up and it's 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 currently active and people can currently go try to get some of these jerseys from Columbus. When it comes to really unique things, again, this is kind of like one a one off thing. This isn't a permanent jersey for them, uh, so it's kind of a, a uniform tweak. I like them. I like them too. Good. And Columbus. I know you like superhero stuff, and dragons are usually in superhero movies and hobbits and stuff. Uh, like that. Uh, debatable, but I do like dragons. And, uh, you know, it's it's almost enough to make me want to go to Georgia to buy one of these and see a game. But, you know, I'm from that part of the world, so probably not. But if I'm out there for work or something, I would definitely try to watch a game. And I, I do love the jersey. So Columbus, River Dragons, uh, way to go. Yeah, and if you want to go back to the capitals here, can we talk about Ovi? What his amazing pepper, salt and pepper locks and how he's aging gracefully. Yeah, and, and his scoring capabilities. Oh, oh, yeah, we could talk about that. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, yeah, dude, dude can score. He's on fire. Isn't he now fourth overall in multi-goal games? He just left over... Uh, Gordie Howe, yeah. Yeah, unreal, man. And he's climbing, man. He's People are like, no, he's not going to catch Gretzky. I think he could catch Gretzky. I think the thing going against him is COVID because... He's yeah. he's gone through a lockout. Did Gretzky go through a lockout? He's gone through now basically half couple half seasons with COVID because he was on fire last year, man. He was yeah. like on fire. I thought he was gonna have like a sixty goal season and then COVID dropped. Um, it's look even just knowing that you are a Buffalo fan, it's been very painful for me to watch what they're going through and thinking how hard it must be. As as a Buffalo fan yourself, and you are a diehard, how do you cope with what's happening with the Sabers right now? alcohol (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, and not labat blue because they're all in bed together uh but i tell you what man i was very excited to start season i thought we'd be good then i i looked at the the you know i kind of ranked the teams and i figured okay buffalo is not going to be that good we just don't have the strong goaltending we're pretty well built otherwise but we're not we're not going to be able to compete in this division this year we're not making the playoffs so I had him picked second from the bottom of the East. I didn't have him pick the worst in the league and probably one of the worst teams in the History. last 25 years of the National yeah. Hockey League in, in the modern era. His team's terrible. And I'm, I've been watching a lot of other hockey fans, a lot of other Sabres fans. I've been tuning into the Sabres broadcasts on there's apps that allow you to listen to local radio stations. So I'll listen to WGRC in Buffalo and 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 listen to the the. The radio coming out of there, I will... If, if anyone doesn't know Urinating Tree on YouTube... What? Yeah, Urinating Tree. What? 
Type in urinating tree on YouTube. He's got the best uh, sports videos of all time. Are you I sure I should it. type this in? Urinating tree. Yes. All right. And you're going to see a video kind of Buffalo, the tale of like uh, the whatever it's called. I retweeted it yesterday, but it talks about the difference right now between the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Sabres. He did an amazing video on Buffalo, I think a year or two ago, where it was uh, he did but the city of Buffalo, but he did it a walking dead theme. Dude, he's got amazing. He covers all, he covers basketball, baseball, football, and hockey. And unless your team wins a championship, you're going to be offended by his videos. (laughs) So you should get this guy on the the show, man. Oh, I'd love to get him on the show. This guy's hilarious. I love watching his videos. And he just, he had a fan just rant at the end of the, a Buffalo Sabres fan just rant on the radio at the end of his video and it was pretty accurate. Like, just P- Sabres fans are lost. They don't know why. Uh, and I think he kind of nails it. I think if, if you look at the way that the the Buffalo franchises are structured, the Buffalo Bills were the running joke in the National Football League for two decades. The Pagulas did something very, very, very right. They decided to eventually, after they bought the team, put football smart people in charge of the team. So they, you know, they got the, you know, the new general manager, they got the new coach, and they let football smart people build the team and look what we got now. We we've got people willing to take lower contracts to come to Buffalo. We got top talent fighting to come into Buffalo because we're going to be the team now that's a threat in the AFC East and we're going to win a Super Bowl with this team. With how good this team is now, people know this team is ready to win a Super Bowl and it's going to be soon. What what a job we've done with the Buffalo Bills. It's unreal. So I'm stunned with where they are. Then you look at the Buffalo Sabres. This team, this Buffalo Sabres, before the Pagulas bought them, guess how many times the Buffalo Sabres in their history didn't make the playoffs? They've been in the league since the, the – since the, well, they, they were in the second round of expansion, I think 1970. How many times between 1970 and between – I think the Pagulas bought them in 2012? When did the Pagulas buy the Sabres? Okay, so let's just say they bought them around 2012. So 42 years. How many times did the Sabres miss the playoffs? So prior to the Pagulas. Yes. I mean, there, there was the Hashik era, so yep. they were really good. I, I mean, they made it, I think, every year. So I don't know, like 10? Yeah, they missed a, they missed 11 times. Pretty good guess. They okay. only missed the playoffs between the year they entered the league and before the Pagulas bought them. They only missed 11 times. Guess how many times they've made the playoffs since the Pagulas bought them? One? Not once. Not once? We have been... Out of the playoffs now, I think we're going on year 11 or 12 right now of missing the playoffs. The last year we were in the playoffs was 2011. That's the last time the Buffalo Sabres. How many things have changed in 10 years, man? This is our 10th, 11th year out of the playoff run. And there's no end in sight. Not only are we not getting better, we're getting worse. Like six wins on the season. We're on a 16-game losing streak. I was watching Melody Martin. She's another awesome Buffalo fan there that covers yep. the Bills and the Sabres. She's funny. Uh, she makes songs about them. That's If you haven't watched Melody Martin, check her out as well. I'm telling you, man, people are lost. The Sabres, the regular people that cover the Sabres at every aspect. Me as a Sabres fan, I when we started losing in February, I think the last game we won was February 23rd, February 24th around then. But I got nothing, man. I got we brought in Eric Stahl, we brought in Taylor Hall, we brought in these pieces, and there is not one player, even even a couple weeks ago, if anybody remembers the podcast a couple weeks ago, I said the only players I'd be willing to keep right now are Olafson 
and see, it doesn't even matter anymore. It doesn't matter. It everyone's for sale. I just want a team that wins. I don't care who it is. I don't care what we do. We just need to build a team that wins. And I think the problem with the Buffalo Sabres starts at the top. I believe that the Pagulas are the problem with the Buffalo Sabres. They've done a lot for the city. They've done a lot to do different things. But the Pagulas, when they brought in, and I think this is highlighted on Urinating Trees video, when they brought in all the alumni, they had them wearing Chinese knockoff Buffalo Sabres jerseys, and they even spelled players like Dave Anderchuk's names wrong on the jersey. I, I saw that. And I was I was watching the video uh, from Urinating Tree and the, the fan rant at the end, and that came up. But it's – so I understand that, but I'm, surely the Pagulas themselves – is it just that they're not putting people in leadership positions that actually we, give it – Give we, are the, we are the thinnest organization in the National Hockey League in terms of staff. We don't have a we don't have a director of hockey operations. Our GM, Kevin Adams, this is his first year being a GM. We just keep hiring people. And, and, and no knock on Kevin Adams. I just don't think that you hire a GM that has no GM experience. <laughs> What's happening there? Like they keep Especially in the hiring. situation you're in, you need somebody with a lot of experience. You go after the best talent you can and then you step back. The problem is Kim Pagula needs to step back. And she's burying the team that she's in charge of and she's been burying them since she put her hands on them. But Kim, you're an owner. Back off of the team. Back off of the team. We need hockey smart people. I don't care who they are. We just need hockey smart people who know how to manage a National Hockey League talent. We hired a coach that hadn't been coaching in the national, had never had a had coaching job in the National Hockey League and was coaching in what the Premier League soccer for six years before we brought him in Buffalo. And then we grab a GM that has no GM experience and it's and then we don't have a and we give him no support. You get you bring in a rookie GM and you don't even build a team around him. You you basically Slice all the scouts because, oh, no, COVID's happening and we only have $5 billion. We got to protect ourselves. So let's slice all of our lower level staff. Let's tell all of our restaurant staff and hotel staff and everyone to say, you know what? Sorry, guys. It's a global pandemic. But you know what? You'll be the first people we hire back after everything's done. So just keep up there. But we're going to cut you all and cut all your medical benefits during a global pandemic and just send you on your way. It's all in there, y'all. Look it up. This is what the Pagulas did to the PSC staff. And they what? They fired the hockey, I think the uh, Sabres marketing people and all. This. They basically just like, you know, we need to save all this money because it's going to be a, oh, it's going to be tough because us, us, you know, us 1%, we're going to be really struggling during this global pandemic. So let's cut all of our, you know, our, our minimum wage workers that make $300 a week because we need to save that $300 a week, man. We can't, can't afford to pay that during a global pandemic. What are you thinking? So I loved, loved, loved the Pagulas when they first came to Buffalo and they started investing into the team. And honestly, I could still love them if they step away from the team and let hockey smart people do hockey smart jobs. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Just hire hockey smart people to do hockey, hockey stuff. Stop getting your your stupid little hands in the team and making the changes you think you clearly everything you've done is wrong and you've made us the laughing stock of professional hockey i don't think right. professional I, sports yeah you know, i don't think made, we could but. i don't think we could beat an echl team right now and that's no knock on the echl it isn't i love my utah grizzlies but i honestly think you put the buffalo sabers up against utah grizzlies right now the utah grizzlies would embarrass the buffalo sabers yeah 
and that shouldn't happen. You shouldn't have a, a, a team two divisions down in, in hockey where the players make $400, $500 a week beat players that make $8 million a year. But it would happen right now. That's how bad the Buffalo Sabres are. And I have no answer for you, man. I just sit, I told my wife, I told her I'm, I don't lose three hours to watching the Sabres anymore when they're on. I'd stopped when they started their, even before the losing streak, when they just stopped showing a fight, I, I straight up said, uh, no, I'll watch, I'll watch um, hockey TV and I'll watch the Ogden Mustangs. And when the Ogden Mustangs aren't on, you know what? The MHL is playing. I'll watch them. Look, this Czech league is playing. I'll watch them. Hey, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, if it's the Eastern Hockey League or whatever it's going to be, I'm watching them. There's more passion on the ice than there is out of the Buffalo Sabres, who I think have been shut out, I think, already five times by the Penguins alone this year. And we're talking to Penguins. Their goaltending is not (laughs) nothing to write home about. And we've been shut out by them five times this year. I but, but so so question there, like everything you're saying is is totally understandable. And I definitely now that I know a little bit more about the whole leadership situation in Buffalo, it is starting to make sense. But, you know, the fact is you got an entire team of players who are probably really miserable. So as a fan, is there anything you can do to help motivate them, jump them up? Or do you think it's just such a lost cause? It's it's you got to wait for changes at the top to even attach yourself back to caring. In years past, I'd be like, yo, we could find a way to spark this team. Not not this year. I think this year it's 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 over. Uh, there's nothing you can do to this team. But uh, and again, no knock on Kevin Adams. He was a rookie GM. He's not given a lot of support. You know, he's basically a puppet of the Pagulas. And I just think that if the Pagulas want this team to succeed, they need to hire like they did for the Buffalo Bills. Hire the best available talent. Because I heard even Bruce Boudreaux wants to take a shot at coaching the Buffalo Sabres. I don't know why anybody <laughs> would want to. I mean, he's, right now he's not doing anything else. He's like, oh, my, I can't get any worse. <laughs> like, think about it. It's already like the worst it could possibly be. If you do anything, you're going to look better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think right now they they just need to hire a director. Like, look at what – seriously, look at what the Penguins did. The Penguins, when Rutherford stepped down, they went out and they got the best – in their opinion, the best they could get on the market. And I think they did. Honestly, Brian Burke, man, having him run as a director of hockey operations, that's a guy I want in charge of the Buffalo Sabres right there. And then they decided to go after the goalie that used to terrorize them, Gar Snow, as their general manager, because he proved his worth on the island, right? So he's shown that he's hockey smart. So they went out and got some of the best talent they could that was available to help the Penguins moving forward. What are the Buffalo Sabres doing? We don't. We need to build up our scouts. We need to build up our front office. We need to build up. Oh yeah, uh, I heard the, they don't even have a scout in like some of the key markets, right? Yeah, they don't. They're Ow. skipping out. They're skip. Dude, I'm telling you, when you have that much money, <laughs> I don't know. I just think that the best thing that could happen to the Sabers is that the Pagulas sell them at this point because they have been they have proven. You can start thinking of like ownership, like I think uh, Steve said this on a previous podcast. Like he's a, he was a big Washington Football Club fan, and he's like, I just couldn't do it anymore with with the way the ownership's running that team into the ground. And you see it all over, and you see these owners that just get too involved, and that's the Pagulas right now. 
Kim, step back, find something else, because hockey is not your thing. It is not your thing, and you've proven it, that you don't have the hockey knowledge you think you do. I just think that uh, that the Pagulas, as much as they've done for the city, because they've done a ton, and uh, thank you for the Buffalo Bills. And, and hey, uh, like Urinating Tree said, should the Buffalo Bills show any sign of having a bad moment, please keep your fingers off that team and let the football smart people do football smart stuff. You, you got to do that for the Sabres at this point. You have proven you are not capable of functioning in, in the hockey world. Just own the team and, and enjoy the success of talented hockey smart people rebuilding. Because honestly, if anybody wants the biggest challenge probably in modern hockey, it's the Buffalo Sabres. Because I don't know, man. You can bring in the rookies. You can bring in talent. I mean, dude, every – Darlene was supposed to be one of the best talents moving forward, and he's he's suffered as a Buffalo Sabre. I think a lot needs to happen to turn this team around. And I literally, I know you asked what I could do. I there's nothing. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else you could do to save this look, team. Look, there's there's one silver lining in all of this. Yeah. In ten years, there's going to be a movie about this, like Failure, the Buffalo Sabres story, and it's going to probably be really good. How they won seven Stanley Cups in a row. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go. Dominic Hasek's gonna come back um, from retirement and just like he'll be like a half bionic man. He'd be better um, than the guys we got in net. Sidney Crosby. I mean, there were some rumors that he was gonna be traded. He's gonna be like, I'm gonna be both the coach and the captain of the Buffalo Sabers. I can't see Pittsburgh ever trading Sidney. Well, that's that's a whole. I know there were some rumors about it that he was gonna go to Montreal or something. I don't know. No. Whatever. I can't. I can't see no, that. I'm sure either. Toronto probably thinks they'll get him because Toronto thinks they're going to get everybody. I think Toronto's still convinced they're going to get Gretzky. Well, is Crosby from like Toronto area? No, 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 no. He's uh, Halifax. Okay, Halifax. So no, Nova Scotia. Okay. You feel better now that that's off your chest? No, I'm still a Sabres fan. <laughs> I hey, I went down from I went from 14 Sabres jerseys down to eight this year, so I sold off six of them. I still plan on selling off a few of them, but uh, there's Does ones I'm never giving up. Does that mean you have more jerseys than they have wins? <laughs> I do. I have, I have more Sabres jerseys than they have. Wins. By the way, not not to rub it in, I was I was just checking out some NHL stats while we were talking about the Ovechkin uh, thing. Oh, no. and, uh, of the top ten worst plus minus players, how many do you think are on the Buffalo Sabres? Eight. Seven. Ooh, that was close. Six of the first seven, and then ten of the uh, seven of the worst ten. That could be a lot worse. Yeah. Hey, look, let me let me throw out one more thing that that just to excuse them a little bit. Like the whole league structure this year is really wonky, man. So I mean, like I, I haven't been following the other leagues too too closely, but like the Islanders and Capitals are really playing really well, and you got to play them eight times, you know. And I mean, the the Penguins aren't any slouches. The the Flyers have had a couple bad games, but they're really jiving early on. Uh, the the Rangers look like they're up and coming now and, and kind of lighting things on fire. So so it's it's not like the Sabres are playing in a normal year where they'd actually have access to some of the other like mediocre teams. Not an excuse, but at least probably adding to the issue. Yeah, at least we could play Ottawa and we could be mediocre together. Exactly. But, you know, but, now it's, you're, you're kind of in your own But wall. at this point, I'd be embarrassed to play Ottawa because I think Ottawa would beat the hell out of us. I think we're just that bad, man. I think my brother's beer league team would beat the hell out of them. Yeah, it's it's honestly, it, this year I'm not even joking. I just think that the Buffalo Sabres have such a lack of passion. If these guys want to be traded, you got to play better to be traded. People don't want you <laughs> if you're not playing well. 
So, like, a lot of players' trade values on Buffalo dropped so substantially, it's it's not even funny. It's I have no answers for how to fix this team except to start at the top, get the Bagula's hands off the team in terms of making decisions. Let the hockey smart people do what they do. And if we have a bad year or two, fine. What's worse than what we're in now? Let them build intelligently. Why, why so, don't you get the Pagulis on the podcast? That's never happened. Let's, let's hear their side of it. I'm going to ask them when, why I didn't get more money when I worked there. Yeah, that's sure. the only thing I'd ask. Hey, them, in talk an, about know, penny pension. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I was just going to say in an effort to also, I know we're trying to make these these like very focused episodes. I have one more thing to, to uh, play us out. Okay. What did you think when Ovi speared that guy in the gonads? Uh, truthfully, man, I don't know what you're talking about. So, so uh, three weeks ago, there was a Boston guy who was who is Trent Frederick. He's a rookie who was he actually dropped his gloves and was oh like, yes, I did oh. see that. Yeah, and then Ovi was just like, oh, shut up. And then he later on, he's just like, doop doop doop, and then just like hit him in the hit him in the groin with a stick. Eh, I, I don't think, care. I uh, I think that's honestly, I think that's just art of hockey. But I, I also think, don't I agree with hitting somebody in in that in the in that space. I think that's come on, man. <laughs> I know I know it was I'm trying to like clean up my language here. I know it was not very gentlemanly, but I laughed because I mean, look, his 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 body part is fine. It's it's kind of like there were a couple years ago where uh, Brandon Proust speared Brad Marchant in the in the, the cojones yep. and got a five thousand dollar fine. And they were interviewing him and he goes, best money I ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I'd say in the right scenario, if you have that much money and, you know, if you compare what somebody makes to what I make. And then if you told me this is what the comparable price would be and you said you could do this to somebody, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I'm a goalie, so I've been hit everywhere. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just you could do that in my goalie gear. I wouldn't feel anything. They're protected. But, yeah, uh, obviously the players wear less protection because they got to move more gain more speed and stuff and such and so and they they couldn't hack being a goalie so that's why they don't play in net so there you go yeah. there you go i will stand by that i don't care what nobody says gretzky ovechkin or they all wish they could have been goalies so. not even anywhere as close as like i don't know ron hextall best player of all time you're trying to be funny there aren't you yeah, he was he was fun to watch though. <laughs> I hated him, man. I hated Hextall and Snow growing up in Buffalo. I hated him. But I obviously I was just like him, so whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's just seeing some of these honestly Alexander the Great of the uh, USPHL team, Florida Eels, man. Plays the same way. Plays the same exact way. Check out the Florida Eels too. We're not gonna get down that rabbit hole right now, but that's a previous podcast. I like I like I like feisty goalies as I am one. But um, no, man, this was a good conversation, despite the fact that I now feel completely depressed as a Buffalo Sabres fan with the future of the Buffalo Sabres. Looking forward to many more conversations regarding things that don't make me depressed. <laughs> so so I'll let that one slide. Uh, yeah, Chris, great to be here. Uh, also, can I do a quick plug for 40 Cray? Go for it. Guys, I, I have my own podcast. I've been running on the side. It's called 40 Cray, 40CRAY. You can find it on Podbean, Apple, Pod, uh, fr- freaking uh, Pandora, 
Spotify, go check it out. It's about a lot of nerdy stuff. We especially focus on Warhammer. So if you're a super nerd and know what that is, go check it out. But we'll cover video games and some other stuff. No hockey, though, unfortunately. So I'll keep coming back to Chris to get my hockey fix. I am. I'm always here for a good hockey fix, as I have no idea what Warhammer is. So, (laughs) but anyone that does... Well, welcome back, Ben. But again, everyone, thanks for listening in on this episode of Pigeon Hockey. This was Chris and Ben. Bye, everyone. And we'll catch you next time. <laughs>